Alrighty, everybody. Happy Friday evening. It's the Friday before the second week of the NFL season. And uh, Wiz, a very interesting ball game last night. Uh, Daniel Jones actually didn't turn the ball over. Uh, but unfortunately, in the end, the Giants, for the eighth time in nine years, moved to 0-2. It's pretty staggering. They have not had a winning record within a season since 2016. And uh, you got rookies like Kadarius Tony complaining about his playing time. Well, Kadarius Tony complaining about his playing time. Uh, you have uh, um, Kenny Galladay. You looked uh, apparently screaming at Daniel Jones when the only person he really should be uh, mad about is himself for his uh, terrible play. But uh, yeah, what a what a what a what a crazy game! And uh, wow, tough to be. A, to be a Giants fan, that's a, that's 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 a brutal one right there. Brutal. You know, and I have to say, on the other side, Wiz, you know, Tyler Haneke has made three starts in his career. Two of them have been in prime time last year in the playoffs against Tom Brady, and yesterday. And while yesterday that start got off to a wobbly or wobbly one, he he really rectified himself as the game went on. Uh, you know, we'll talk more about it in the recap, but nonetheless, this kid's you know this this kid's got a little moxie. I'm, I'm impressed with what I see so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I played a. It was a. It was a. It was a good game. And uh, as I mentioned, there's, there's a lot to like about the Washington football team offensively. They have a lot of weapons, and uh, this is all happening while uh, while Curtis Samuel uh, isn't playing. He'll be back probably week four or five or something like that. So uh, it was it was a good sign. And uh, like I said, I think if anything, the skilled players um, g- probably go up a notch with Heineke at quarterback. Yep. All right, so uh, it's Friday, and uh, we're going to keep uh, our, our momentum rolling uh, as we start uh, our, our look at the DraftKings lineup. That's the first thing that we're going to do here today. And, uh, Wiz, let's let's go to the quarterback position. Uh, so uh, I'm going to let you lead it off uh, today at quarterback. Uh, who, who are guys that you really like kind of at that higher level? Who are guys that you're going to fade at that higher level? Yeah, so for me, there's two quarterbacks that I love at 6,000 and above. Uh, last week, I was fading Josh Allen. This week, I'm all about Josh Allen. So I'm loving Josh Allen at 7,200. And I'm going to continue riding the Tom Brady train at 6,900. Uh, I'm loving those two quarterbacks in the 6,000 and above. And the quarterback that I'm fading in this range is Lamar Jackson. I think for Lamar Jackson to... Uh, deserve that 8,000 salary that he has. He has to, you know, rush for 100 yards, at least one rushing touchdown, probably throw another one or two. And, uh, I don't know, Kansas City has played him a few times. They're kind of used to the speed that he plays at. So I'm loving Josh Allen. I'm loving Tom Brady. And I'm fading Lamar Jackson. Uh, music's my ears, Wiz, on the Lamar Jackson one. So that'll be in our next podcast when we actually do our prop, prop bets. And that's one of mine. So very interesting that you pick that player. Uh, I don't disagree with anything you said. There is familiarity there. And as we know, there's a transition at running back still underway for the Ravens. Uh, still kind of a nicked up receiving group. It looks like uh, Marquise Brown has a questionable tag into this game uh, in a big game against Kansas City at home and and, and per, per you know, potentially the, the Ravens facing an 0-2 start. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about Lamar Jackson. I'm a two, two guys that I am I am loving above the 6,000 level. So if you look at what's happened in Dallas uh, this week with injuries, no Randy Gregory, uh, the two best defenders uh, are out. They're not playing in this ballgame. Uh, so as a result of that, 
It's going to be a lot of freedom for Mr. Justin Herbert. I know last week, no touchdowns against that Washington football team, but he goes back home, uh, SoFi Stadium, confines of that dome, and Dallas doesn't have a particularly good defense to begin with. We know how, how it was kind of chopped up by Tom Brady, but I see a very, very big effort from Justin Herbert this week. Uh, that number on Justin Herbert is 6,700. And the other guy I absolutely love, no Xavier Rhodes. I, I think Indianapolis is going to be 0-2, and it's going to start to feel pretty pretty ugly in Indy uh, very quickly. But I love what I saw from Matthew Stafford against the Bears on Sunday night. He keeps that momentum going this Sunday. Big game, big game, big game against the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and did you say your fade? Who is your fade? So my fade is a guy you love, and I'm going to give you the reason behind it. I am fading Tom oh, Brady this wow. week. I am fading Tom wow, Brady. Wow, okay. And, I, and I, have, right. I have a thesis this week. Um, they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. We know Philadelphia kind of roughed them up. I think, I think this is going to be one of those games where the Atlanta Falcons come in as a, as a team that's kind of not, not one of the better teams in the NFL. I, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to want to kind of resurrect Ronald Jones a little bit this week and try to get that running game moving. So I'm going to say we're going to see a little bit more running from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a little bit less Tom Brady. Uh, so as a result of that, I don't think he'll meet those lofty expectations of that price target. So I'm going to fade Tom Brady as a result of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trying to untrack Ronald Jones. Very interesting. We're going head-to-head absolutely on that one. Uh, so as far as the rest of the quarterbacks, low salaries, I didn't really have much to add. I, I didn't have anything really clever to say. I thought those guys are priced about right. I, I had no opinion either way. Was there anything else that you wanted to add uh, in terms of quarterback for this week on DraftKings? Just one guy, and it's, it's Matt Ryan. Um, I, I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, secondary is 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 playing particularly well at the moment. They've also got some injuries back there. Uh, so. I think Atlanta, well, I, I feel Atlanta will not be able to run the football against this team, and Matt Ryan will be forced to throw a lot in this ball game. So I like Matt Ryan at 5,600. Uh, I know that sounds kind of crazy, especially after that bomb last week, and I, I actually had the under on Matt Ryan yardage, but I think they're going to be forced to put the ball in the air a lot this week. All right, fair enough. Let's move to running back, and since I started quarterback, why don't you uh, start us off at running back and uh... – Start with the guys at 6,000 and above, and uh, who you love and who you're fading. Uh, absolutely. This is a Nick Chubb festival this week. Uh, big game from Nick Chubb, 125 to 150 yards. I can see a couple of touchdowns. Uh, same reasons that I opined on, on Justin Herbert. I think uh, we took a little bit of a step back to start the season for Austin Eckler, but he has a very, very big game here. And you know what? I'm going to fade Alvin Kamara in this ball game. And, you know, I, I think you'll see... Um, you, you know, I think this is a young, up-and-coming defense. A guy like Jeremy Chin, I can see him shadowing someone like like Alvin Kamara in this ballgame. You know, he kind of plays that pseudo role of, of like a half linebacker, half secondary guy. Uh, I'm going to fade Alvin Kamara in this game at the high price level, Wiz. All right. Uh, so as far as the guys I liked, I, I liked a few guys up in this range. Uh, I love Derrick Henry. Uh, I think he returns back to form in a big way. So I'm going to pay up for him at 8300 uh, I don't care. I feel like he gets salary relief elsewhere, and I'm going to pay up for him. Uh, I'm all about Najee Harris this week as well at 6300 I think he's going to have well over 100 yards worth of offense. Um, I just feel Pittsburgh at home is going to get – 
Ajaris the ball, running the ball a lot, throwing the ball to him as well. So I'm okay with 6,300. And I think the Ravens are going to play a very, very conservative defense. And I think this is a game that Clyde Edwards-Alaire can really shine in. I think he's going to have a lot of running room, catching some passes, running the ball. So I, I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire at $6,700. And my fade in this range uh, at around 6000 first of all, Gordon, uh, what's his name? Josh Jacobs, I mean, it's out. And my fave is Melvin Gordon at 5900 uh, I just think that price is outrageous. Uh, I don't like him at all this week. I think you're going to see more of Javante Williams than you will see Melvin Gordon. So I'm fading Melvin Gordon at 5900 And then two guys lower down that I like as well, where you can get some price relief and ownership relief at running back is A.J. Dillon, I think, has a chance to be finishing that game for the Packers and very easily could get 70 yards and a touchdown at 4,500. And believe it or not, from the inactive list last week, I heard that he's going to be active. I'm very interested in Trey Sermon, and I would not be shocked if Trey Sermon led the 49ers in rushing in week two. So A.J. Dillon for me at 4,500. Trey Sermon at 4,600. Those are guys that you're going to get salary relief and ownership leverage. Yeah, so I, I I find it interesting with the debate around the San Francisco situation. We know there's people paying paying up big money, big fab money to try and get uh, a player like Elijah Mitchell if he if he's on the waiver wire. Uh, I'm very curious to see how things pan out. The commentary around Sermon was that he practiced extremely hard, looked pretty good. So maybe he gets out of the doghouse a little bit here. We shall see what happens. Uh, you know, it's funny, Wiz, you talk about ownership. I, I think what's going to happen here, there, there was a player I wanted to talk about today, uh, but with, with especially with the news that's come out tonight that Josh Jacobs is not going to play in this ball game, there's going to be really, really high ownership uh, on on Kenyon Drake at 4,900. First off, I think, as I said in, in, in a previous podcast, I think Drake's going to catch a lot of footballs this year. Uh, in the John Gruden system, that's something that happens a lot, uh, i.e. Charlie Gardner back in the days. Uh, but I think he's going to have super high ownership, but that's said i i can't blame people for doing that with no josh jacobs all right Any yeah i actually I, I actually have one other running back it's a guy i own in multiple leagues i think the pricing on chase edmonds is absolutely ridiculous with 4900 is absolutely absurd i believe chase edmonds is going to catch five six balls every game he's going to be a pain in the butt he's going to gain probably close to 100 yards i think he's like a poor man's eckler quite frankly i love this high-powered offense and i think 4900 is a ridiculous price for chase edmonds yeah the only thing i might concern there is is um is James Conner going to vulture touchdowns from him, which appears maybe that is going to be the case. But Chase Edmonds, you know, you never know what game it's going to be where he has 60 yards rushing and 70 yards receiving. So uh, the price is right on that player. So I, I'm not I'm not going to, you know, disagree about the price on the player. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. So let's move to receiver. And I'll start off receiver, and I'm stacking my top two receivers. I'm stacking, I'm stacking Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs. I'm paying up at 7,700, and I'm stacking Tom Brady with Antonio Brown at 6,000. Uh, I still think that's a pretty good price on Antonio Brown. And then two other players, a lower price, 
First, let me give my fade. I'm fading, uh, believe it or not, DeAndre Hopkins this week. Uh, the one thing that Mike Zimmer does, he's from that Parcells tree, and the one thing they will try and do is take away what the other team does best. So I think the others may play well for Arizona, but I'm going to fade Hopkins at 8,000. And then two other receivers that I like a little bit further down the line. I think the reports that Robert Woods is finished and Cooper Cup is definitely the number one guy is greatly exaggerated. So I'm going to be all over Robert Woods at 5,700. And I think the light switch may have gone on for Brian, uh, Brian Edwards at the end of that game uh, on Monday night. So Brian Edwards to me at 3,700 is a very, very enticing play. So those are my plays, two plays below the 6,000 range. What say you at wide receiver? Uh, Wiz, we're going head-to-head here this way. I, I'm, I'm going against you again here. Uh, my fate is actually Stefan Diggs. I think one thing that Miami does very well, that's a strong secondary. Uh, as we know, it's a good defense. You mentioned Mike Zimmer coming from the Parcells tree. Brian Flores coming from the Belichick tree, trying to take away the best player. I think we're going to see that in this ballgame as well. I'm fading Stefan Diggs. Uh, so quite interesting there. The guy I'm absolutely loving, again, is a theme that you're seeing here. Keenan Allen, 7,000. I am all over this guy. You mentioned the connection with them as well last week. Uh, I think it continues against the soft Dallas secondary. So I'm loving, loving, loving Keenan Allen. All right. Uh, and anyone else in that price range or anyone else in wide receiver? Yeah, no, two guys I want to talk about at receiver. So we saw last week in that Pittsburgh-Buffalo game, Wiz, that uh, Cole Beasley had an absolute picnic uh, underneath in routes against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think we're going to see the same thing. And you mentioned Brian Edwards as a Los, uh, Las Vegas Raider. And I'm going to say Hunter Renfro, uh, who's running those same type of routes as Beasley. Like I said, Beasley, a big game last week. 3,600 for Renfro. Absolutely love that. And we talked about the Jerry Judy injury as well in our recap. And Tim Patrick is going to be a huge beneficiary of that at 3,700, a big-time bargain. All righty. So why don't you start us off at tight end now? I actually just have two tight ends to talk about. I think uh, even though he does not have an injury designation coming into this ballgame, we saw what TJ Hawkinson did against the San Francisco 49ers last week. The Niners do have some injuries on defense. I think Dallas Goddard's going to have a monster game here. So uh, out of the t- that's that's the one guy that I really love this week. And another, I don't have any fades actually at tight end. The other guy I think is going to have a big game as well. And we're seeing an emergence here. What's going on? And the price is going to start to rise as time wears on here. I, I, at the level that he's at, which I think it's around. Thir- I mean, just double check here. Thirty five hundred, I believe. I want to say thirty five hundred. Uh, thirty seven hundred. Cole Komet. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, I think I think this game will be one of those games that will be a little bit more high-scoring than, than most people think. And Komet was running most of the patterns. Uh, good connection with Dalton. Uh, I just think it's a player that's on the rise. I know you didn't love him coming out of school, but it seems like a little bit of a light switch has gone on here. I think it's a nice little price level for Cole Komet. So a tight end to me, I'm not going to play anyone uh, – in, I'm not gonna, I'm not playing any one of the great players. I mean, I, I'm aware that Travis Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, Andrews, Hawkinson, Pitts, Gronk, all those guys. I'm going to go further down. This is why I want to get salary leverage because I think there are some interesting tight ends who can perform as well as the top group. Um, you mentioned Goddard. I like him at 4,600. Uh, Robert Tanyan uh, at home, I think, is a better player for some reason. Just he plays well in some of these games at home. So I, I like Robert Tanyan at 40. 
300. Uh, another one, Mike Kosicki uh, did nothing in week one, but last year in one of the games against Buffalo, we had a eight for 130 and a touchdown. So I think Kosicki is interesting at 4,000. And then I'm, I'm looking at the Buffalo receivers, and they may have a couple of guys banged up with Sanders and Gabriel Davis. So I'm looking at Dawson Knox a little bit at 3,500, who's a good athlete, and um, I think he could be interesting. So I'm I'm looking for salary relief at the tight end position, and uh, I'm going to avoid all of the bigger price guys. All right, yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, you know, and, and you know, we know that those bigger price guys, and you really don't see a hell of a lot of inconsistency from from the Wallers, from the Kelsey. We t- last year, Kelsey was remarkably consistent, uh, you know, for any player in fantasy. So I, I can't disagree with you, and I like some of the picks that you've kind of uh, talked about here. I, I will say one other thing was the, the one team that I will play in all my lineups, I, I, the, the Browns' defense to me, is the play of the week as a defense. That's 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 my firm belief. If you have them in fantasy, fantastic. And on DraftKings, I you know it's a, it's a little bit off the top, but I think they're a great great pick this week at home against the Houston Texans. Yeah, I just you know I, I agree with that. I just think at thirty five hundred, they're probably going to be highly owned. But uh, you know if you're, you're getting good relief with them at thirty five hundred, as opposed to like the Rams are at forty five hundred and the Bucks are at forty one hundred. So getting uh, six hundred or thereabouts relief, I, I understand. And uh, let's go to our break the slate pick. This is where we give a DraftKings pick that is at the minimum or right at the minimum uh one or more players that can hit and uh, i'm gonna, i'm just gonna go with the guy that i said last week and van jefferson was the recipient of one of those plays from stafford but i am gonna stick with deshaun jackson these first couple of weeks of the season and i'm going with deshaun jackson as my break the slate minimum wide receiver on DraftKings this week who are your picks or pick uh, you know, it's interesting because I think I kind of, uh, you know, when you look at Renfro at 3,600, I, I think he kind of falls into that into that kind of, you know, group, actually. So that's the one guy that I would say. I'll tell you the one thing I am watching for, Wiz, depends on what happens, but the injuries in, in, in Indianapolis and depending on if they activate the players or not, but if you didn't see Paris Campbell or Michael Pittman Jr. play, I'd be keeping my eye on a... Upgrade from the practice squad on Kiki Kute. Okay, that's a name that I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there in case one of those guys doesn't play. I can see him being elevated from the practice squad and being a factor in this ball game. I know that's completely ridiculous. Uh, most people are gonna go, "What's this guy talking about?" But I am watching. Paris Campbell is is, is as fragile a flower as there is in the NFL. Uh, but both of these guys are popped up on the uh, on the injured list and, and just uh, just something to watch for. All righty, good enough. So I guess the next one is going to be the one that I think uh, people are waiting to hear, the sides and totals and player props that we have for this week. So looking forward to that one as well. All right, Wiz, very good. And this is the Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Uh, We are having a lot of fun with this, uh, but we take it very seriously. We put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, Hopefully you're subscribing and listening on a week-to-week basis. And we'll be back in a little bit, Wiz with those weekly prop bets and gambling. You got it.